Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Frame Skip Podcast. This is the number fun episode. <laughs> not, 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 That's not a number. This is the number fun podcast, gaming podcast on the internet. Uh, episode 26, I'm joined by the lovely, the amazing Austin Eller. Hey, Seth, how are you doing? Hey, Austin, how are you doing? Hey, Seth, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, man. Um, I, I have uh, just been chilling this, whole, this last whole week. And yeah. I, I don't know. Was I on last week? I don't think I was. Was I? No, you weren't. I was just Coach and I. Yeah, I, remember what, I don't remember what I had going on. But um, yeah, you ditched us. I didn't ditch you. I said something. <laughs> going. I'm pretty sure if you go back through, I've been the most consistent member of this podcast. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I think you're right. I think out of all of us, you've been on the most episodes, if I'm not mistaken. One could say I'm a natural born leader. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I know I've missed at least probably five or six episodes of the 26 so i just have nothing going on in my personal life so yeah that's hilarious to that <laughs> but this past week uh I, i've been doing nothing but playing final fantasy 14 that is every waking moment that i'm not working or sleeping i'm playing final fantasy 14 i just can't stop i'm a monster so, but you beat the the most recent patch right didn't you i think you oh, said yeah. you did it. The, the the story portion of it yeah so what have you been doing now uh, I got my samurai to level 80, my dragoon to level 72, my miner to 75, my armor to 71, my red mage to 55. Nice. It's been leveling up a whole bunch of classes. Uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, like there's there's a lot of work to be done when you're leveling up, especially like the miners and, and crafter. And I'm a, I, I went miner and armor. But yeah. they, they added a uh, new catch-up mechanic in the game called the Ishgard Restoration. And you can get like stupid amounts of XP. If you dedicated one whole day to it, you could probably get, and you had enough money, theoretically, you could get your crafter up to 80. But if you dedicated like one wow. whole day to it, you could get your miner up to, to 80 in one day as well. So for do any, you have to pay better. for this or how does it work? No, no. It's, so it's basically like they're they're adding a new housing ward mm-hmm. in the game, but they're, they're making the players work for it. So every time you craft something, every time you um, mine something, it's... yeah putting points on that server towards the next level of, of this Ishgard restoration. And once they reach the final phase, then there's going to be a giant housing area there open up. Hmm. Which pretty That's neat. interesting. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's uh, server by server basis. So theoretically one server is okay. going to get it before everyone else. Well, our server had some guy that was like buying all the plots. Oh, really? When I, when I last played, yeah, it was like one single dude that was just buying everything. So I'm pretty sure they put a limit on it. And now like, yeah. the, the, what you have is people on alts in different free companies buying up plots and stuff like yeah. that. It, it's a mess. But I think the positives outweigh the negatives in the in the housing situation because like, it, it creates a sense of community when you can actually go to someone's house and it's not like phased out. Um, yeah. So like you, you can buy a house or, you know, the free company buys a house and in one of the areas and you can actually walk around and explore and talk to different people and like see what other people are doing in that mm-hmm. area, which, um, which are, they're, they're pretty neat little areas, but it does create an issue where people are sitting there clicking a button for 10 hours trying to get a house. Um, yeah. And, and here's the thing too, is that like that could be completely solved if they just set it up like real life and the people that owned the houses um, could sell them to individually. Yeah. You know, like, like, like just, just ha- make it so that like you can sell it directly to a person. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. I mean, you might be able to do that. I'm not sure, but the, but um, I don't think so. I've never heard of anyone doing that, so I don't think you can do that. I'm not really into housing in Final Fantasy 14, but I do know that they call it um, the the ho- housing savage. You know how like they have their difficulties. Yeah. They call it housing yeah. savage because people like spend hours and hours and hours of like an entire day grinding to get these, just clicking a button over and over again to get these houses. That's insane. Yeah, it's 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 like pretty messed up. They need to make a better system for sure. But like I said, I think it's it's an interesting thing that not every MMO has. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I, I mean, on one hand, it is kind of neat that it's like so limited, and there is like a kind of. I don't know what the word is, but there's like more of a interesting aspect to the to the housing. But I've just heard so many issues with like people trying to get houses and they just cannot. Right. So. And, and I think it is a problem that if yeah. you want to get a house, like you can't you just can't go get one. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like. What like do we, do we want them to water down the housing situation for yeah. Fantasy 14 in order to make it so that everyone can feel special and get a house? Yeah. I don't know. It's just it, it's a, it's a little weird to me and then you hear other stories that i mean i've heard other stories of people just walking up and finding an empty plot and buying one and it's like well yeah yeah whatever um but i did switch servers i switched to my buddy's server last week and uh that was rough because i had to go through all our old friends on lamia and my friends list and just delete them off my friends list. <laughs> and i said like i said shut, shut a single tear that went down my face when i was doing it but um yeah so I, I've, I've, been, I've been pushing strong I'm still still going after it. i've been streaming it quite a bit lately on uh twitch even though you know you don't stop by ever which is fine yeah i'm yeah, over it sorry no it's fine. <laughs> i'm there in spirit yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's fine hey if it makes you feel any better i don't really stop by elijah's stream either so well i mean i'm, let, I'm let, very unbiased in my I, love for both of you let's be honest i i'm more entertaining than elijah so if you're a <laughs> subscriber of elijah it wouldn't hurt to come subscribe to me too, or, or uh, follow me. Sounds like you follow. guys need to have a Twitch fight. It's follow on Twitch, right? It's not, you, you can't, yeah, you can't yeah. subscribe. But that's only if you're a, a big wig. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting there. See, someday, someday I'll get the Twitch fan. Well, you can, you can subscribe to Elijah's channel. So. Oh, is he? Uh, he's, he's, he's still better than you. Well, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> not for long, Elijah. I am coming for that gold, buddy. <laughs> I have uh, I have 21 followers now, Elijah. So nice. Prepare, prepare for that business. I feel like streaming is so hard to get into, though, unless you're like on a set schedule. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like you really got to be dedicated to it and not have a life. Yep. So that's all you've been playing, though. Uh, yeah. I bought Kingdoms of Amalur, the collector's edition, on Amazon, and um, they never sent it to me. Now you know Amazon is supposed to send you the games and get them on release day. Yep. But the day before Kingdoms of Amalur came out, I looked at it and it said no delivery date available. We'll let you know when we have a delivery date. And I was like, oh, that's weird. So I called Amazon and they were super unhelpful. The lady's like, uh, you know, the game's not out yet. And I'm like, no, at least I understand the game's not out yet, but I pre-ordered it. And it's supposed to be here on release date. And she's like, oh, let me go talk to my supervisor. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, well, she's going to go talk to her supervisor. Like, I'm sure they'll figure this out. She comes back and she says, yeah, you have a pre-order guarantee. So as, as soon as we have the item, we're, we're going to send it to you. You'll be the first to know. And I'm like, no, like, I, I okay. <laughs> I just I just was like, okay, <laughs> the, the, fine. So then, like, a, like a, a, over a week went by. It's coming up on two weeks, I think, um, yeah. that the game came out. And yesterday, I finally got, the, the money was taken out of my account, and they're finally sending it to me. 
the collector's oh, edition. Lord. And I'm like, geez, guys, you know, like, I almost feel like I should call them and, like, tell them about it because I've gotten no explanation. I've, I've waited, you know, a week and a half, almost two weeks for, for the game, and it was supposed to be there on release day. So... I don't know if I, like, because like, it makes me like, I, I don't want to pre-order games through Amazon anymore now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you know, I haven't had too many issues with Amazon. The one time I did, though, was I think it was Mario Kart 8 on Switch. For some reason, I had pre-ordered and they just didn't send it to me. I mean, it was the same exact situation you were in. I was like, I was like trying to cancel it, but they wouldn't let me cancel it because the money was taken out. But it didn't ship for like a week after. Um they had taken the money out so it was it was very odd but uh i was like look i just want to play the freaking game like i i honestly don't really care if it's like digital or physical just i want to play it right and so uh eventually they were like okay well we'll we'll give you the digital copy as long as you return your physical copy i was like that's fine so at least they they helped me in that situation but i know with obviously a collector's edition that's a little different yeah i mean like this was something i was really looking forward to because obviously like I love Kingdoms of Amalur. It's one of my favorite games yeah. from you know the, the PS3 and Xbox 360 generation. But I digress. What have you been up to? Um, honestly, not a whole lot. I uh, picked up, again, kind of spurred off of last week where Nintendo announced the new Hyrule Warriors game, the prequel to Breath of the Wild. I finally went back and, and picked up um, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition on Switch. Nice. Which I already already had the Wii U and, and 3DS versions, but I needed the Switch version still because I'm um, I just have a, a thing for Zelda games. I do try and buy all of them physical if I can. And um, I wasn't wasn't really expecting to play too much of it because the Mario 35th anniversary collection or whatever is coming out on Friday. So I guess by the time those that are listening to it to the show that that will be out but i wasn't really planning on playing it because that is is releasing so soon but um i jumped into hyrule warriors and i've been playing it like non-stop whenever i get the chance i'm probably about 10 hours in already but i've already beaten it before but they added in a ton of new content on the 3ds version that i never played so it's been actually really really fun to go back and play through the story mode it's it's almost entirely new there's a, a lot of new stuff in it so um that's awesome. Which is, it, yeah, and it's always interesting to me because, and I've said this before, probably on the old show, but I uh, hated Musos. I, I used to absolutely hate Musos. Yeah. And um, and then I played Hyrule Warriors, and it really it really did kind of open my eyes a little bit. And then I played um, Dragon Quest Heroes, which is also a super good Muso. I think. I, I really enjoyed that one. And then Fire Emblem Warriors I played. But I think I have a newfound appreciation for Musos. I think... There, it does. I will say it does depend on um, kind of the IP associated with it. Like I'm definitely going to pick up the Persona one whenever that comes out west. Yeah, I mean, like if it has a good story, like I, I can pretty much tolerate almost any gameplay for a story. Yeah. But um, I will definitely give Persona Five a try. I think eventually. Yeah. So I, I'm excited for that one. And like I said, I I never played a uh, Dragon Quest Heroes two. I need to play that one still at some point, but. I don't think I'm necessarily a fan of the mainline games. I've tried a few of them, and I just don't really care. But the Dragon Quest games? No, no, sorry, the mainline Musos, like the the uh, oh, Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty Warriors, yeah. I just don't really care. Like, I don't care about any of those characters. But right, I don't know. Right. Slap a slap a Zelda Fire Emblem Dragon Quest coat of paint over it, and I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I get but, it. I get it. But yeah, that's really all I've been playing, though. Honestly, is just is that. So cool, cool. 
cool. Yeah, yeah. it was funny. I, ac- I actually, uh, I just sold my Switch yesterday. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I was going through and I was like, sitting there and I was like, well, I actually don't have any more room for PS4 games. So I was like yeah. looking through my collection. And I'm like, well, there's a lot of games here that I'm just never, ever going to play. So I pulled them out and I'm like, oh, I'll toss them over at GameStop. And um, then I was about to walk out my door and I was like, I haven't touched my Switch in like a year and a half. Like I played Xenoblade yeah. Chronicles for about 10 hours. That was it. Like the Definitive Edition. And then that, mm-hmm. I was like, that was it. That was the last game I played. I didn't even like Fire Emblem Warriors. And then I was like, well, I'm not doing anything with this thing. There's no games in the future yeah. that I'm going to play. So I, I grabbed that and I, I tried to trade that in a GameStop, but I didn't have the, um, the Joy-Con like slider pieces on it. Oh, uh, yeah. And I asked, I was yeah. like, well, how much are you guys going to give me? And he was like, well, you know, it's $150 for trade in. Oh, jeez. I, like, I was like, well, and I was like, that's cash. He's like, yeah, it's cash. And I was like, oh, okay. So they wouldn't take it because of the sliders. Like, I, I could go home and look for the sliders or I could buy the sliders and try to trade it in. I'm going to get less. So I'll just mm-hmm. toss it on Facebook Marketplace and see um, see what I bought, what bites. So I'm like, well, I'll toss it up there for 200 bucks, And uh, then I'm, I'm making out and someone else is also getting a good deal. And Sold in 10 minutes, probably less yep. than 10 minutes. Immediately, yep. immediately someone jumped on. It was a guy from that I went to high school with too, so that was pretty cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah because I was able to just meet up. I was like, I, I know he's not going to screw me or anything. Yeah, so. yeah. It was pretty cool. It turned out well, and then you told me that like some of them are going for over $400. Yeah, like uh, I sold mine in April for $450 on eBay. <laughs> yep. I was like, woof, and- that sucks. It was uh, my my launch model, my three year old Switch that someone mm-hmm. paid four hundred fifty dollars for, and um, you know, on one hand, I'm like, do I feel bad about it? Maybe a little bit. On the other hand, am I a scalper? Am I like buying a bunch of these Switches and selling them for four hundred fifty dollars? No. Well, it's also like people want that specific model because you can hack them. Yes. You know, yeah. Because so, you, you can bust them wide open and play pretty much whatever you want on them which i tried to do but it's kind of a pain i mean it, well not actually not really as far as like hacking uh consoles goes one of the easiest um because you just have to short out you just have to short out the right joy con and put the firmware on the sd card and launch it but mm-hmm. i just it was it's also a soft mod i didn't want to do that all the time and i just have this like weird problem with mobile games man i not no not mobile games like like portable handheld. systems handheld yeah. yeah i just can't do it I don't, and I don't know yeah. like, why my brain doesn't work like that, but it's just like I, I can't concentrate. I'm not enjoying myself like playing something in my hands. And I used to like I, I when I was a kid, I used to play the Game Boy a lot. And I got the PSP. And I used to play the PSP a lot when I first when it first came out. And then somewhere along the lines, I just I don't I don't enjoy playing portable consoles anymore. And you know, yeah, the, the Switch is just it, it wasn't for me. But actually, when I was going through my games, I saw. I was like, oh, I actually, I have a 2DS, and I completely forgot I even owned one of them. <laughs> I had no idea, dude. I, like, I completely forgot I had a 2DS. And Did you sell that, too, or you still have it? No, I still have it. I, I found okay. it after I went. Um, oh, okay. Stop. But what yeah. else, one, one, more, like, one more funny story about this. Mm-hmm. I'll email on. Yeah. They would not take Mass Effect Andromeda. Wait. They would not take it. No, he's like, he's like, we, we don't take Mass Effect and Drama anymore. And I'm like, really? <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, because we got so many of them and we can't sell them. So GameStop as a corporation will not accept Mass Effect and Drama for a trade-in. Well, you know what I noticed too was, and this is the only game I've purchased at GameStop within like the last five years. But Andy and I both picked up um, Assassin's Creed Unity at GameStop because that was the only place we could find it, and it was like five dollars there or something. Mm-hmm. 
So we both went and got copies because we were trying to play it together until we found out that it's only like side missions that you do together and the whole story is not co-op. Oh, so okay. I've been misled for years on that one. But <laughs> anyway, uh, we went to get it and uh, there was like one copy on the shelf and I was like, hey, do you guys happen to have another? And he like goes in the back and he brings out like 45 copies of this game that like people have traded in. I was like, dear oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, so I yeah. have a feeling Assassin's Creed Unity is probably another one of those games that most places do not take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like my whole time dealing with GameStop, I've never known them not to take games. I mean, eventually they have a cutoff for like the sports games because no one's to play them anymore. But they, like usually they still yep. give you like 20 cents or something for them. But mm-hmm. I've never known them to just be like, no, we're not taking this game. That's so interesting. Yeah, I've never I've never heard of that, you know, Um what do you think about Andromeda? We weren't doing the the podcast at the time. Uh, I didn't like it. I played the first. I played the first couple hours of it, and okay, I didn't like how you couldn't customize your character, and yeah. I didn't like the. I, I I really didn't like anything about it, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I mean, I yeah. mean like like because I thought all the characters sucked. I thought that the story was stupid. I thought it didn't make any sense how like, oh you know, by the way. <laughs> We we sent a ship to the Andronima galaxy. We just didn't tell you in the last three yeah. games. I was like, oh, yeah. you really, you guys gonna cop out like that? Like, I don't know. It was stupid. Yeah, I I, I felt the same. I played about ten hours. And I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I was just curious because we, like I said, we we weren't doing the podcast at the time, and I don't remember hearing your thoughts on it. So you know, Bioware has fallen so far. They used to be my, one of my favorite developers, and like, I was gonna actually this this brings up because I, I wanted to ask. Uh, the, the group, I guess it's just me and you. Does and do you mm-hmm. think anybody cares about Dragon Age Four anymore? Oh no! I, I mean, it's been in development so long, so long. I mean, I could, and, and they're still like, oh well, it's not anywhere near finished development. It's probably going to be until twenty twenty two, and it's like, wow, Jesus, guys, like, what are you doing? I think, I mean, well, here is the funny thing: is Andromeda came out, everyone hated it. What I always forget is not only did people not like Andromeda, they also made freaking uh, Anthem, which I always forget Oh yeah, was made by Bioware. And that game was the biggest flop on the planet. Oh, yeah, dude. I just And Inquisition, I remember people kind of being high on it when it came out. And then like within a year, everyone was kind of like it just spiraled downward. Yeah, the public's opinion um, on Inquisition went downward. And so did mine because yeah. they did a lot of really lazy things with Inquisition. And it just... Yeah. It, it, I think people liked it because it was, you know, the beginning of the generation. It was the first real, like, or I guess, Western RPG we had that was next gen. And we were all like super excited. Look how good yeah. it looks. And it's a Dragon Age game. This is going to be a return to form for Dragon Age. And in some ways it was. And then they, they put all the really interesting story beats on the mission table in just text. And you didn't yeah. do any of them. So it was really stupid. Um, I mean, it would be nice if the next Dragon Age is like a, an actual good game. I'd love to see Bioware kind of come back. Because, uh, you know, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, um, but Mass Effect 1 through 3, I think, are still some of my favorite games of all time. I mean, they same were here, just dude. phenomenal freaking games. Yep, same here. And um, I would love to see that Bioware come back, but I really don't know that we're ever going to see that. Yeah, I don't think so. And honestly, I don't think we're ever going to see Dragon Age 4 because I think they're probably, or I guess it'd be 3. Is it 3 or 4 yeah. they're calling it? I think. I don't think they've said, but I guess it would technically be three. I don't the next whatever the next Dragon yeah. Age. I don't think it's going to yeah. come out because I think um, they're going to get cut by EA. I wouldn't be surprised. I think I they're going to be think, surprised. I think they're going to get cut by EA because they're remaking Anthem, and I don't think people are going to come back to Anthem. 
No, I I think people are over the the games as a service thing already. I think. Yeah. I mean, you even look at Destiny, and it's like you know the hype behind Destiny was crazy, and then it came out and flopped. Anthem flopped. Um, I'm trying to think of what other. I mean, Division has not done well. Like, there's. I feel like just none of them are really taking off. Well, the so. the one that's been holding on longer than anybody is is Destiny, and you know, yeah, people like Destiny too, and it has its dedicated audience. Yeah, but that's the only one that's ever been yep. successful. You know, like yep. that's it, man. That's it. The division, like, like I think people, some people play the division, but you don't hear. There's like you don't hear about any community about the division. Same for no. these other games, the service games. They just they just never gained a community, and I think it's probably because Destiny came out. And I think that's going to be the biggest problem that Avengers is going to run into is that yeah, there's just no community. Oh, I already hear nobody talking about that game and it's yeah. only been out for like what a couple weeks. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> like, like the hype's gone. People yeah. played it for like a day and then they're like, all right, let's move on to fall guys. Yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is apparently a blast. And so is oh, among is. us. And I don't have any online friends to play it. Well, let's play fall guys. Did you get it for free on, on PlayStation plus last month? No. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause like, well, because I wanted to play it on P- I wanted to play it on PC, and yeah. uh, I didn't I didn't get to I didn't get to I got gotcha. you that because no it's a it's it. a really fun game. Andy and I played a lot of it together. It's it's a total blast. Have you seen this Among Us game that everyone's playing? I've seen it, but I don't really know what it is, dude. It looks like a oh, it looks like so much fun. I wish I had like eight friends that we could get together to play with, and I don't I don't know if there's matchmaking in it, but essentially what you, what it is is I think there's eight people in this mm-hmm. party and you're all like these astronauts on a ship but one of you is an imposter alien mm. and you just run around and then you can like, call meetings and whatnot and there's voice chat in the game and you all discuss who the imposter is oh really and you can vote one person off the ship yeah that's crazy yeah it's really it's a really cool concept really for a fun. game yeah it is it's really fun the, the, the artwork's like real goofy and whatnot and yeah. um a lot of streamers are playing it right now, and, and, and yeah, I've seen like really everyone fun. playing it. Yeah, it is really fun. Like, 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 I mean, it will look really fun. I haven't played it, but I, have, mm-hmm. I want to play it because it looks so much fun. Because basically, like, like there, you have like tasks, and you can like run around like acting normal. Yeah. Um, and then like, like if you're the if you're the imposter, you can like sneak up and kill people, and, like break their necks, and <laughs> it's like really funny. It's like really funny. Yeah. Um. Huh. But yeah, I forget where we're cool. at. I forget what we're doing. What we're talking about. We've been. Uh, we were just talking about games and whatever we were playing yeah. and all that stuff. But the uh, big news today was the PS5 showcase. First off, let's just get this out of the way. The yeah. PS5, it's 500 bucks or 400 bucks, and it comes out on November 12th. Yep. Okay. And then the Xbox One is 500 bucks and 300 bucks. Yep. And it comes out November 10th. Correct. Boom. That's done. We have gotten that out of the way because I'll, I'll be honest with you. Awesome. After our last podcast, I was going to start every week now with it's been 96 days since the PlayStation has been announced <laughs> and we do not have a re- release date. Yeah. But finally, it ended today. The street, the 90, the 97 day streak ended. Yep. And I put a giant, um, not a giant, but a 15 minute video up on our channel about why I think that this generation's uh, prices and release date was became so wonky and weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I went into deep discussion about the history of uh, PlayStation and Microsoft's rivalry in the last, you know, seven years or so, and you know, I, I, th- I think I think we we've come to a conclusion that it's uh, just 
coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it has to be. Uh, I feel like that had to have been the reason. Well, well basically, what, what, I, what I wrap it up at the end of the video is was I think that originally it was a competition thing. Each one of them wanted to have the last yeah. word. And then coronavirus hit and they didn't expect it to be as bad as it was. So they kind of were just holding on. And then it got to the 11th hour and they still weren't sure how many consoles they could ship out and, and whatnot. And they were, I think that what they were, they were doing was they were playing a game of chicken originally for competition. And yep. then what they were doing was they were playing a game of chicken. And Sony was probably like, so is, uh, is Microsoft really going to release this year? Because they release, we <laughs> have to release. And Microsoft was probably doing yeah. the same thing. Like, well, maybe, maybe PlayStation will, will delay it, you know? Because I, yep. I do think, from what I understand... Everywhere is completely sold out of PlayStations already. All the GameStops that that I have heard of are completely sold out of game of, of PlayStations. So, like, and it, it's been yeah. announced for four hours. So, yep. um, that doesn't surprise me. You know, like I said, I had the GameStop manager hit me up and see if I wanted one, and I said no. I turned yep. it down. But yeah, man, um, they they were announced today, and uh, what did you think of the PS5 showcase overall? I thought overall it was really good. I mean, it it. it pretty much had everything that we knew was going to be in it you know we that leak about final fantasy 16 popped up a few days ago i thought so that was I complete garbage I, there, yeah there, i thought it was too but i, I there still was no way i was gonna believe that yeah but it was still there and so you know i wasn't too surprised when we saw it and um you know we saw more miles morales which looks awesome and demon souls and i mean overall though it everything looked good it was more of what i was expecting i suppose there was nothing really that was like oh my god i would say um i mean now, if, if if final fantasy 16 had not leaked i probably would have felt that way but see i still felt that way because like gun to my head but <laughs> all the money in my bank account was even after that leak if, if final yeah. fantasy 16 gonna be this press conference i i would have said no it's a fake leak because there's no way like I, I still don't understand why they announced final fantasy 16 because they're working well, on a new Kingdom Hearts game and they're working on Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2. Just put everyone on Remake Part 2 for now. Like, Well, that's oh. what I was going to say. Was I, I, I guess we can just go on and get into it and talk about 16 if you want to. Yes, but, please. Um, I, you know, again, I wasn't that surprised because of the leak. I, I did. I do agree with you. I think it's a little odd that they announced it. I was I, I am surprised that this is the next game for Final Fantasy. I just don't really know why like it again like you said put everyone on on part two of final fantasy 7 i mean it was the aside from uh um what is it ghost of tsushima i think was is now like the highest selling exclusive or something i don't remember the numbers i don't know it's like the second or third highest selling like ps4 exclusive so um it did super well i mean i i just don't really understand why And, and the fan base is crazy for it yeah. But see, this is just this is the thing with Square. This is what they do. They announce games five years in advance. They never yeah, got over this. Right. You know, yeah. they, like this, this is such a '90s and early 2000s philosophy they have, where they're yeah. just like, okay, well, we're gonna make this game, announce it at the next conference, and they're just like, okay, well, yeah. you know, let's string together a CGI trailer and you know, a, a slight demo in the Unreal Engine, and we'll pretend like we we have this game in active development. When in reality, Final Fantasy 16 probably hasn't begun active development yet. I mean, this is the same thing they did with Final Fantasy 7 Remake. You know, they showed us a trailer that looked like gameplay, but it really didn't have it, it, it wasn't even in full development yet. And then we got like the um, we got the the news like a month later that was like oh final fantasy six or or seven remake has begun active development we were like what yeah 
but this is what they do. And I think, I think that this trailer is, um, again, just a concept trailer because, and I, I went into this, I created, I did a trailer breakdown video and put it on our, our channel as well. Um, mm-hmm. just like an hour ago. And, there's what looks like gameplay in it, but the, it looks like super, super weird. Um, if you watch like how the character moves and whatnot, yeah. And it's because the character isn't colliding with the environment, which tells me that it's probably a pre-made environment, and the character is um, thrown into some Unreal Engine, and they just made it really, really quickly. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think we're gonna see Final Fantasy 16 for five years at the minimum oh yeah i bet we don't see it till like 2024 the one glimmer of hope like that. is that yoshi p is working on the game which is the final yeah. fantasy 14 guy yeah we talked about that beforehand a little bit I, that does give me hope he's the producer on this game so i'm i'm hoping that turns out well i mean he was the guy that obviously brought final fantasy 14 from its grave and made it the best mmo to ever exist true so, yeah true and he's, um, he just and when and you, if you watch the no clip document, have you watched that? Yes, yes. Oh, it's, it's, such, a, it's such a great story, man. I mean, he he motivated his team to just work blood, sweat, and tears, and they were proud of their work at their end because the, the, yep. he said they were so demoralized from what the you know the the from the reception the of the game. Yeah, the reception yeah. of the game. So that he created this whole strategy to work on one small thing, and then you know build up upon it and it worked for them and they, they made, made all these deadlines and it's a great story but if there's anyone at square enix that i have faith in it's yoshi p it's yep. just that it's so hard for me to believe that we're going to be able to see final fantasy 7 remake and final fantasy 16 development at the same time and i'm worried that they're having trouble with final fantasy 7 remake because i don't i don't see how that game comes together well the other thing I'm, I kind of noticed in the trailer, and first off, I want to say, yeah, I, I could see what you're talking about as far as the the kind of weird stuff when the the combat and like actual gameplay was happening. I kind of noticed it too. Yeah. It looked a little like too kind of artificial, I guess is the word. I don't really know. Yeah, but, it, doesn't, it doesn't look good. Um, the actual like cutscenes and stuff, however, I, I think the concept is really interesting. It looks more like kind of Western than most Final Fantasy games have ever been. Well, um, right. They they went back to the, like the classic Final Fantasy, like before yeah. seven. They were all, well, I guess before six. They were all like high fantasy games. Yeah, and I think that's pretty interesting to go back to that. I'm, I was hoping they weren't going to go with like the the car and like all the stuff from fifteen. Like I, I just, as much as I love fifteen, I, I, it just doesn't feel like a Final Fantasy game. I don't think. Well, this is also um, the first time we have a main character that's not a warrior since nine. Yeah, he's a he's a red mage, which I think is really fun. Yeah, I think that that is pretty neat. I always choose mages in in these kind of games, so I think that's pretty cool as well. But um, the one thing I was going to say though is there's a few shots of like the main character kind of like sitting around the fire, like with his comrades, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it is like just the vibe of it is identical to 15, like the the yeah. kind of like hanging out with your dudes, like. I just, I don't know. I, I'm hoping that they kind of learn from 15 as much as I loved it. So many people did not like 15 and I'm hoping this is not just more. So the, the, the real tragedy to Final Fantasy 15 is that if they had, if who, who was the guy that took over? It was, was it, no, Nomura got kicked out. Kotaki, Kitasi? Oh gosh, I don't remember his name. Kitasi. Uh, it definitely starts with a K, yeah. 
is the guy that took over. Yeah, I'm, pre- I'm almost positive Katase is the guy who took over. If he had been given more time, if they had decided, if they had decided to take it from Nomura a year or two earlier, that probably could have been the best Final Fantasy game to ever come out because what they had planned for it, and if you look at all the cut content that was in that game, mm-hmm. what they had planned for that game was extraordinary. There was a whole other content they cut from the game. Yeah. Did you beat 15? Yeah, I platinumed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So when you're going on that train ride through the other continent and you like, like oh, there's the, the biggest city in the yeah. in the whole game, but you, you can only see it from the sidelines. Like they, yep. that was that was part of the the con that, that whole continent was supposed to be explorable, sort of like the first continent, and they mm-hmm. cut it out. And if you hack the game, you can actually go there. It's completely done. Oh, that's it, interesting. It, it just doesn't like the, wow. the landscape's done. It just doesn't have like the trees and the, the NPCs and, and whatnot mm-hmm. that you would do to finish it up. So like. They had they had planned this all out, and you know they had planned it out so you could go back to um, hit uh, Insomnia. That's the the city, right? Yeah, yeah they yeah. they had planned it so you could go back there and explore. And, like there was a lot more planned for this game, uh, and you know obviously like I don't remember everything, but when you when you look at everything together, you're like, man, like all the stuff they didn't have time to finish. Like this really sucks because the second half of that game is so abysmal. It's so bad, dude. And like, uh, I think, yeah. And I think the first half of it is, is actually pretty fun. Like r- riding around with your guys, you know, on the chocobo. And then what's really weird is that the end game of that game is still the first half of the game. Like, like you go back and do all the yeah. stuff in the first half of the game. You never go back to the second half once you beat the story. The end, the end game is all in the first half of the game, which is probably confusing to people who haven't played it. But like, there's, a, there's a time travel mechanic. So like, yeah. I don't know, man. I think that Final Fantasy 15 could have really been something special. And I hope that they give the, the time and they have a clean development cycle for 16 because, man, they have not had a clean development for a video game since. Well, no, because, I mean, you think about 7 Remake, which has obviously been very disastrous. Oh, no, even um, even 10 was canceled completely and reworked. It's probably been since 9. But we, hmm. uh, again, because like. Because nine is the only game is the first is the last game I haven't heard of that has has had a disastrous development. Because even ten, they got like significantly far in development and then scrapped it and started over. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, because the the main character was supposed to have black hair. I remember that now. And they they were they had like completely different characters. Hmm. Um, and then, I mean, eleven may have been gone fine, but we don't really talk about eleven. But then, yeah. um, twelve was completely scrapped halfway through and they merged that with a different game. And like there was like two different games there. And then 13 mm-hmm. was supposed to be on the PS two and they were having trouble like going to the PS three. So that was a huge development problem. And of course, 14 and 15, they, they, they just have not made a good final fantasy game with a clean development and got almost two decades. Yeah. So like, this is, I mean, this over two decades, it, it's, it's, it's not looking good for this game to be honest. And I think square is run by a bunch of monkeys. Yeah, Square, I, I really don't know. I mean, we've been saying this for years, and rightfully so, but I really don't understand what they're doing. Like, yeah, I, I think the best thing that has ever come out of that company, honestly, is Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, it's the I, best I, Final Fantasy game. That's not even an argument. I mean, I, I really don't think there's anything Square has released that's been better and more fleshed out and, and just developed better than Final Fantasy XIV is. Um. I would love to see 16 prove me wrong, but I, I'm really convinced that 16 is going to come out and it's just going to be 15 all over again. Again, I love 15, but I'm in the minority. I think so many people did not like 15. And um, 
again, I'm just not convinced that when this comes out, people are going to be like, oh, yes, it's Final Fantasy. I can't wait to play it. I know we're going to get that trailer of gameplay and get more story beats. And people are going to be like, well, this isn't the Final Fantasy I loved, you know, for the past 20 years. Yeah. And, well, I think that's super that's super hard because yeah. they are going back to a high fantasy, which seems more Western. But the original Final Fantasies were based off of Dragon Quest. Or not dragon not dragon quest um Dr- dungeons and dragons mm. which is a western game so like so like it's a back and forth thing but final fantasy was originally a western high fantasy type environment you know and mm-hmm. they only switched to the futuristic adding more things in at, at six so for people to be like oh this isn't my final fantasy you know this doesn't feel like final fantasy to me would be just them being ignorant of the series yeah. now the combat is is completely action based, um, and I just hope it's better than 15's. Fifteen's combat's awful. Now seven's combat was very good, so I think yeah. there's hope for that. And this looks if they if it looks like they should in the trailer, which again I'm not convinced it will, but if it looks like that, it'll be a lot better because it's got more weight to it. The biggest problem yeah. with Final Fantasy 15's uh, combat was that Noctis had no weight to his strikes. It felt like you were just gliding through the enemies. There there was. Yeah, it was a very well, big you could problem. Just hold down your attack button and you yeah. just sat there. You could hold down the attack button and you could hold down the dodge button and they could never hit mm-hmm. you as long as you had mana. So that was that was a big problem. Final Fantasy 15, obviously a mess, but Final Fantasy 7's combat was very good. So yeah. I um I, I don't think that the actual game is going to be bad per se. Like I have no reason to believe the game's going to be bad. I just feel like the development's going to be a mess. And I think that we're going to see it in the far, far future. Yeah. And we'll see another trailer two years from now. Like just like they did with seven. You know? Yeah. Unless Yoshi P can can crack his whip like he did with the 14 well, team and get those guys in order. I think that could happen as well. If Yoshi P walks in there and drops a motivational speech like he did for the 14 team and gets those guys, you know, up in up in arms and, and takes control like he needs to, I believe in Yoshi P. He could pull it off. Well, I was gonna say on the PlayStation blog on the article about sixteen, he he's the one writing it. And he says next year there there will be like an update on the game, so we'll see more of it. And he said we'll also see something big for for fourteen. So, um, oh yeah, because it's it, uh, it's gonna be time for the yeah uh, patch announcement. Not so I, I think you're right. I mean, I think you know, hopefully he kind of reins everybody in. And he's like, hey, like let's make a awesome Final Fantasy game and let's get it out in a few years. Like yeah. I, I hope this is not. Like you said, I hope it's not 2025 when we see this game. <laughs> it would be great to see this game in like 2022, man. Like fall 2022. Yeah. I would love that. You know, yeah. and, and then, I'll, then I'll eat my own words. I'll stick yeah. my own foot in my mouth and I'll be like, square's back, baby. We got it. Yoshi P's in, in control now. We're good. But until then, <laughs> until Nomura, as long as Nomura still has his tendrils in, in Square Enix, like I won't, I won't let it go. Because Nomura just has a habit of just messing with everything. You're telling me you're not excited for Kingdom Hearts 4.487667 days over half? No, dude, they're making a rhythm game now. Did you see the rhythm game they're making? <laughs> yeah, but it's not. There's no story importance. It's just a, a rhythm I, game. I don't care, man. How are you going to slap me in the face with the absurdity that was Kingdom Hearts 3? Just the absolute insult to who I am as a person that was Kingdom Hearts 3. And then just be like, oh, we're making a rhythm game as well. Yeah. Well, I was oh, I was concerned God. that people were going to have to play it to get story, and at least it's not that. It doesn't matter though, because like there's no story in Kingdom Hearts anymore. Now there's time travel. Yeah. So I, I yeah. dude, I hate it. I dude, there, there's so much hatred in my soul for Kingdom Hearts now after playing through three that like 
you'll I, I probably won't ever say another nice thing about Kingdom Hearts the rest of my life. Like well, it's, it's just I, I too complicated. It so much. It's it, too complicated. It's not, like it's fine to have a complicated story, right? But you have to end it somewhere. You have to tie it yeah. all together at some point. And that was supposed to be three. That was supposed to be the end of the Xehanort saga. That's what they had told us yep. for years. And yep. then when three came along and it didn't answer any questions and you could skip literally 90% of the game and not miss a single story beat. And then at the end, they just add more questions. And then we're like, okay, well, that, that kind of sucked. And they're like, okay, don't worry. There's going to be um, an expansion, and it's going to fix everything. Gonna, it's going to fix your problems. They add the expansion, which doesn't fix any of the problems, as in more questions, because now apparently Sora can switch bodies like some sort of evil succubus demon thing. He can possess people. So, like, like none of this makes any sense, dude. And I'm over it. I'm done, man. Like, Kingdom Hearts is dead to me. It's been dead to me. Since three came out and crushed my soul, and I did everything yeah. in three, I got the ultimate weapon, and I'm over it now. I was never, I mean, I liked Kingdom Hearts, but I never got super into it. I only played like a few of the games, but it just got to the point where I was like, this is too much. Like, I'm never going to catch up, and I really don't care. Did you play so, three? No, but I watched Andy play through it because she played, I mean, she planned a bit, so it, she played a crap load of that game. But, did she, so did I know she cry at the end because of tears of disappointment? I think, well, we were both sitting together watching the ending and we were both like, uh, okay. Yeah. And we, were, we were both like, all right, that did not, like, I mean, it, it like you said, it, it raises more questions than answers. There is no clarification in that game. No, there's not. not. <laughs> Literally none. And you know what the, the syndrome is? Is this? They have the same syndrome that the sequel trilogy for Star Wars did. It was that they were writing a story as they were going along. Mm-hmm. When, and that is so apparent, dude, because they just keep adding in more and more things. Like, all of a sudden, there's this old city, and like all the, this is what the world looked like before they all combined, and we can go back there, but all the worlds are still split. And none of it makes any sense, right? It's just like last, or two weeks ago, when they, Daisy Ridley came out, and she's like, oh, yeah, we really didn't know until episode nine who my parents were. I felt yeah. so insulted as a person. I was like, so yeah. I, we, we had been sitting here speculating and, like, looking for clues <laughs> and, and the all that. didn't make it, didn't know, yeah. And they're like, there really wasn't an answer. I felt so insulted as a fan. And like, I was a stark defender of episode seven and nine, just not yeah. eight. And now, now, now I'm looking at it and I'm like, this, this whole thing's a mess. Like, yep. you guys, you had one chance to make a sequel trilogy and you screwed it up. Good job, Disney. How can, yeah. like, how can Disney spend so much money and just allow them to, to just fly by the seat of their pants and just not have a story and just like wing it? I don't get that, man. I have no idea. To me. I don't get it. I really don't know. We have a lot more to talk about, though, than Final yeah, Fantasy. We do. So what else was shown? Uh, I mean, Miles Morales was shown a little more. That's about what I was expecting to see from Miles yeah. Morales. It looks like, it looks, it looks like Spider-Man. Is from yeah, the it does. And they, and they announced it's coming to PS4 as well. So, it's an um, by the way. That was one of three games. It was that one, Horizon 2. And uh, Sackboy Adventure or whatever, they're all, all three of those are, are multi-plat. Or, well, not multi-plat, I guess, but multi-generation. Um, but yeah, Miles, I thought looked cool. I, I mean, that was, for me, that's the only game that's been shown for PS5 so far where I'm like, I have to play this game. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very happy it's coming to PS4 because I will play it. <laughs> I, um, I really love... Spider-Man on PS4, it's one of my favorite games of all time, probably. My, my concern with this is the last time we saw Miles Morales, he was still, like, not a hero. He was, like, he was like still getting trained by yeah. Peter Parker. And then in this trailer, which 
hopefully takes place in the, in the latter part of the game. He's like a full fledged like Spider Man. So uh, there's got to be a, a link there. Like we have to yeah. see how like how he came to be a Spider Man because they can't if they just throw us in and it's like oh well you know you've been Spider Man for six months now. It's like well it doesn't make any sense. That's, that's not how this works. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say they said six months, but I feel like six months is not enough time to like be you know the Spider Man we're seeing in this game i mean it so. might be you know it might be like like peter parker became spider-man you know pretty quick but like i guess that's true i just need to know like what happened you know yeah, in, in like between train like the last yeah. time because like the last time we saw miles Morales, he was still asking peter parker to teach him how to web swing so it's yep. you know and now he's like flying through cars and holding bridges up with his bare hands and we'll see i make i'm excited for it i'm curious who the villain's gonna be i know they said the tinkerer is going to be in it, which I don't think anyone really cares about. That's but a horrible villain. I, I have a feeling that's probably just one of the small. Villains also, uh, also a DC villain. Oh yeah, you're right. But uh, they did also announce with uh, the PS5 version. I think there's like a seventy dollar version that comes with a upgrade of Spider-Man PS4. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty I cool. suppose if you've never played it, um, and it does come with like all the DLC and stuff, and yeah, sixty frames per second. Which is nice because it was only 30 on PS4, but you know, um, I loved Spider-Man PS4, so I'm I'm still very excited for for Miles Morales. But I'm sure we'll touch on it at the end of this conversation. But the second they announced that it was coming to PS4, I was like, well, don't need a PS5. So, uh, so I just wanted to correct myself. There, there's a tinker mm-hmm. in both Marvel and DC. Okay, so interesting. Yep, I think it's a bad move probably for them to release it on PS4 as well. It's a consumer friendly move, but um yeah i'm not too surprised by it though i mean if it's if it's the same new york and it's like the same engine i can't imagine they they really change that much graphically to the point that like it's gonna you know be hard for it to to launch on ps4 well i just think people are expecting this to be like a full-fledged game and it's not it's probably 10 hours long you know yeah and um i think it was 40 dollars is the price yeah it would have been a nice thing for like I just feel. I mean, I just feel like people that buy a PS5 might feel ripped off if all these games are also coming to PS4, because the, the exclusives aren't great at launch for PS5. I don't think are they? Let me find the list. It's Spider-Man, so Miles Morales, which is not an exclusive. Uh, well, yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, Demon Souls, Astro's Playroom, which is just going to be a tech demo. Uh, Destruction All Stars, which is that one like Destruction Derby game they showed at the last kind of mm-hmm. PlayStation thing. And then again, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, which, like you said, same thing, also on PS4. So really the only like big PS5 game is Demon's Souls, yeah. I would say. And and that's not a game that everyone's going to play. Those are, the, those are the exclusives. Now, there's more uh, third-party games that aren't exclusive. But oh, yeah. I don't know, man. I'd probably, I'd probably feel a little ripped off buying a PlayStation 5 day one. I don't know. There's yeah. Just- you know, because because like there's nothing there to, to make me need to buy. I can play you know Miles Morales on the PS4. Well, and and like I said, that's why I'm going to wait till next year. They they did announce at the end, which I thought this was a very odd announcement and very kind of thrown in last minute. I feel like to kind of be like, kind of get people to to go out and buy a PS5 with the the knowledge that this game is coming. But they showed off literally the logo for God of War two, and that was it. And I was um, like. Uh, okay well we got the release <laughs> we got the release date as well for god of war well, 2021 yeah yeah so we know it's coming next year 
Yeah, and I, I mean, cool. I'm excited for it. It was my favorite PS4 game, but just knowing that it's not till next year, I'm like, again, don't need a PS5 right now. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I'm, I'm not. I really don't need a PS5 right now. Um, but the next game we saw was Hogwarts Legacy, um, which is the oh, yeah. world yeah. Harry Potter game. Uh, that's not an exclusive. That's coming to PS5, Xbox, Series X, yep. and PC. I don't know. I know you said you're not excited for it. I, I think. I, I I think what I saw was like pretty impressive. I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah, I, I mean, I've never been like huge into Harry Potter, but again, as I said before the show, I'm just not really a fan of J.K. Rowling recently for obvious reasons. But I just I, I was never like big into Harry Potter either. So honestly, I I probably wouldn't have been excited for this game either way. But I mean, it I've does never. I've never been a fan of J.K. Rowling either, even like going back to like years and years ago, because she would just change yeah. things at will and add things at yeah. will that weren't in the books, obviously. Yeah. She's like, oh, it's always been like this. So it's like, no, and it hasn't. But um, the game looks good. And you yeah. know, I'm not going to bail on the developers that like poured their no. heart and soul into this game because J.K. Rowling sucks. So It does look good. It, it does look good. Um, I'm curious how it turns out. I know this dev team, I think, is the team actually that did the Disney Infinity games. Yeah, which which I actually liked. I didn't mind the Disney Infinity games. No, and I I mean... It just sucked how much like money you had to pour into it. Yeah, well, and they were like a huge deal for a a while there for a reason. I mean, people Mm -hmm. loved them. So I know this is a much different kind of game compared to what they've made before, but it seems like they can handle it. I mean, they've been working on it for, God, what, like six, five, six years at this point. So it it looks pretty neat. Yeah, the game leaked, and there was like it's like an extremely substantial leak that, yeah. that happened because you saw like the whole gameplay and stuff. It was pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, the next thing we saw was the PlayStation Plus collection, which lets you play a bunch of PS4 classics um, on the PS5 at launch. Now, I thought this was weird that people thought this was a big deal because I thought this was a given, but apparently I was wrong. That your PS4 digital games would be able to play on the PS5. I I thought that was a given, but apparently yeah, I don't know that. I mean, I don't think anyone should be surprised by that. I'm not surprised by that. Yeah, but they but they did announce it. But I, I, okay, so I guess I, this I should clear this up because yeah. it's not that you can play the PlayStation Plus games in your library. Once you get PlayStation Plus, you get access to all these games that are on the list, which is God of War, The Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted 4, Battlefield 1, Monster Hunter World, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy 15, The Last Guardian, Ratchet and Clank, Infamous Second Son, Days Gone, Bloodborne, Detroit Become Human, Batman, Arkham Knight, Mortal Kombat 10, Persona 5, Until Dawn, and Resident Evil Biohazard, which is 7. Yeah. So a lot of games, a lot of really, really good games mm-hmm. there. Um, they're all... No, they're not PlayStation exclusive. They're definitely PlayStation Most games, of them. Though. Yeah, most of them are PlayStation exclusive. Um, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's it's a, I mean, God of War, Last of Us, Uncharted 4. Now, I'm kind of over The Last of Us because that's this will be the yeah. third generation it's on. But uh, God of War, Uncharted 4, Monster Hunter World, Final Fantasy 15, you know, Ratchet and Clank, Infamous Seconds. Like, these are all great games. Like, these are all great games. Yeah. And, you know, Persona 5 is one of my favorite games of all time, so. Odd choice not to do Royal, though, but I guess it was maybe just they were throwing the cheaper titles on there. I don't know. Well, you also notice that we get Monster Hunter World, not Iceborne. That's true. Yep. That's true. I think it's cool. I I was a little disappointed, though, because at first I was like, is this is this the PS5 like version of Game Pass? Like, are they trying to compete with with Microsoft? But no, it, it doesn't really seem like it. It seems like it's just going to be kind well, of the set of of old PS4 titles. And well, I mean, it kind of is like like. 
you're still you, you don't have to pay anything for this collection so like yeah but from my understanding like it's like only these like this is all we're getting yeah i mean well, i don't mean i don't know i don't know if they've confirmed that there might be other things added in yeah they haven't said i mean i think things it, will but... i think things will get added in and shifted around yeah. but i still don't think it's like the 150 games on game pass or anything i think it's just kind of a a small set of games but either way it's still cool i think it's especially neat for people that maybe didn't own a ps4 yeah um you know, being able to play games like Bloodborne and God of War, I think are are a pretty big deal at, at no added price, essentially, if you have PlayStation Plus. I mean, like I know you guys are super high on Game Pass. I'm not. I mean, I have Game Pass, my PC. And I, I've played maybe, uh, well, I know I played one game on it, which is No Man's Sky. Mm. Um, and like, I, I know, like, they're them getting the EA deal is big to me, but there really isn't anything for me on Game Pass that I really care about. You know, it's just... A yeah. lot of, and a lot of them are crap games. I'm gonna be straight up with you. Like a lot of them are crap. So like there, yeah, there might be 150 on there, but like a lot of them are crap. I mean, it might be different on the PC. I'm not really sure, but there's certainly a lot of really good games on the the Xbox version. Oh no, they're, like 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 I'm not saying that there's not good games on there, but like out of that 150, you know, when you go down the list, a lot of them are just not great games. They're it's just like yeah, I wouldn't really agree with that statement personally, but. Um, like I said, I think I'm from my understanding the PC Game Pass is different than the Xbox Game Pass. So, um, I'm not really sure what's on the PC one, but from from most of what I've seen on on the Xbox Game Pass, I mean, I'm interested in like uh probably 75 percent of them. I mean, because like, well, because like I'm looking at Xbox or the PC Game Pass right now, and mm-hmm. I'm looking at a Plague Tale, Age of Empires, Age of Wonders, Alien Isolation. Alvastia Chronicles, Ape Out, Ark Survival Evolved, Astro Gastier, Astroneer, Bad North, mm. Battle Chasers Night. Where like 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 the, the, a lot of these are like small small games. Now there's other big there's big ones too. You know like like Dishonored yeah. 2 is on here, Darksiders Three, Dead Cells. But I just there's there's not games that I need to play. Yeah, I, I get it. I mean, not everyone's into that that library, but it certainly speaks to me i think the thing for me is too like i i've mentioned before i really try not to buy that many games and so i'm a big fan of of kind of having that and um just saving money i mean it's only ten dollars a month which is crazy uh go simulators on here bro <laughs> you want goat simulator yeah yeah i love that game H- huge fan of goat simulator <laughs> it is fun for like an hour to see how stupid and ridiculous yeah, it is I, I did play a little bit of it but um no, you know, again, I'm not denying that this is a really cool collection. I just, I, I was hoping for a little more than just a bunch of old PS4 titles that I already own. But again, it's still, it's very cool that, that all these titles are going to be just added into to PlayStation Plus. Yeah. And obviously looks, uh, with Game Pass, you have to pay more for Game Pass on top of Xbox Live. So with no, with no costs involved, I think, um, I think, I think it's a good deal. Yeah, absolutely. I actually have to remember to check these. Uh, Game Pass before I buy games on Steam because I just bought the Happy Few <laughs> and I saw We Happy Few's in Game Pass just now. So yeah. I'm like, well, that's ten bucks I could have saved, but yeah, I got it for super cheap anyway. It doesn't really matter. Um, and let's see here. Uh, anything else? Seventy dollar Dual Sense. Uh, and yeah. it is confirmed that the PS5 is the biggest console in modern history. It's ridiculous how big this thing is. I love it, dude. Throw that bad boy right in front of my TV so I can't see it. Well, I'm curious. Um, 
I don't think the spec said how much it weighs, does it? Oh, no, it does. Uh, 4.5 kilograms. How much is that? I know the uh, the Xbox Series X I just came out and said it's like 10 pounds. So I was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, yep, same thing. PS5, about 10 pounds. So they're both honking, honking systems. But yeah, you know, I, I think it's it's pretty much everything I expected. I was a little surprised the price was 500 but... On the other hand, I'm not. I think they're probably eating a little bit of the manufacturing cost, if I had to guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I, I feel like I called it uh, 300 or 400 and 500. I, I think that yeah. they did. That was always going to be the price. Um, they may have tried to pump it out to 600 had Xbox not went down to 500. But yeah, it's yeah. whatever. Um, I'm excited for it, man. Uh, I'm excited to finally play games on it. But like I said, I'm not, I'm not jumping in immediately this time around. Um, I have no reason to. Nope. Because like there's just there's not a whole lot there. I think in in the first year and it, like like no. This is what I was saying in our group chat earlier too. Is that like there's just really no games that have been announced that are even interesting to me, and that's kind of depressing. Like I'm excited yeah. for Cyberpunk, kind of, but I'm not like super excited for Cyberpunk. I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, not just with Cyberpunk, but everything. Um, there's not really much that I'm honestly like super looking forward to. I mean, there's some Nintendo games this fall, obviously like Mario on Friday. I'm, I'm looking forward to and, and Hyrule Warriors, the, the second one in November. But like as far as next gen stuff, there's nothing I'm like, oh, I really need this game. Like aside from Miles Morales, which again, I can just play it on my PS4. Like I, I don't really care about Horizon 2. I tried to get into Horizon 1 like a month ago again, and I just still was not feeling it. I, I just, I don't think that that series is for me. Horizon? I yeah, I just, I'm not a fan of that game. Hmm. I, I don't know what it is. Every time I try to play it, I just, I play for like 10 hours and I'm like, okay, that's enough. You know, I just don't really care about that. God of War 2, obviously, I will care about. So I'll certainly get one next fall. But there's just nothing, you know, even Resident Evil, Resident Evil 8, like as much as I love 7 and, and the remake of 2, I just don't really care about Resident Evil 8 right now. It's just not really speaking to me. Hmm. Yeah, so. I've never really cared about Resident Evil at all. So, Yeah, and it's weird because, again, I, I adored 7, but I just something about the setting and stuff, it just doesn't really feel like Resident Evil to me anymore, and maybe that's a good thing because 7 didn't really feel that way either, but it was a great game. Yeah, um, since you know 5 and 6 were pretty much panned by the people. Yeah, so. but I don't know. I just I don't... I don't really feel like i'm excited for much of anything next gen i don't know why i'm just not <laughs> no i i mean i feel you like there's just there hasn't been any games that i've seen that i'm like wow like i need that like a lot yeah. of them are still coming out on on ps4 like tales of yep. the rise when's the release date on that by the way i think they pushed it to next year if i'm not mistaken but i don't know when like i'm super excited to tales of the rise it was delayed until after 2020 damn yeah so that, um, I mean, there's still games coming out on, on PS4 and current gen, obviously, as well. Um, Crash 4 comes out soon. It might be Friday. Crash 4 comes out, um, supposedly, which this might be announced before the show is posted, but supposedly the Mass Effect trilogy is PS4. So I'll play through I mean, them again. I, I can't yeah. wait to see that. I'm surprised they didn't show it. If they were going to announce it this week, I'm surprised they didn't show it at this event. Yeah, I was a little surprised by that too. But no, I mean, there's just so much still coming out on PS4 and and Xbox One and Switch even that I just, 
I don't know. I have real, really no desire to, to upgrade right now. And the only way I will, and we didn't talk about this last week, um, cause it wasn't really announced yet, but they, obviously they said the, the series X is also $500, but they have this kind of financing option where it's $35 a month. And, um, I think you do it for two years or you can like pay early, obviously, which was what I would definitely do. But it's like two years, uh, you pay $35 a month, you get game pass ultimate and, um, obviously a series X, which is a pretty good deal because if you do the math, you're technically saving like $50 compared to, to buying the, Wait, the series X straight how, up. How are you saving 50 bucks? It is literally less than it is to buy a series X in two years of game pass. It is cheaper to do the financing plan than it is to just straight up buy two years of Game Pass. And is buy the there, are you sure about that? Is there interest on Positive. it? Nope. Zero percent APR. And there's no down payment required? Uh, that's the only thing I'm unsure about. Because that would make a lot of sense if there's a down payment required. I'm not entirely positive about that. So that could be how it would be around the same price. But For, um, for anyone listening, though, I want the, I feel like... yeah. This, this needs to be said to people very clearly. Yeah. Is that if you're not good with money, beware of <laughs> yeah. monthly subscriptions and like, 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 oh, you know, I can't afford $500 straight up, but I can all, I can't afford, you know, 35 bucks a month. Like, uh, like a lot of people fall prey to this type of behavior. And I'm not saying the Xbox specific. I'm just trying to make a general statement here. Oh, yeah. Like a lot of people fall prey to this, um, like the, the uh, I would call it like the Renaissance Center type scam, where it's like you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not good at saving my money, so I can't afford this expensive item, but I'm willing to pay monthly for it, and oh, and it ends up hurting me over time because when you buy something from Renaissance Center monthly, it ends up being like twice the amount that it would be normally. But people are willing to do it because they don't want to save money. You know, yeah. and it, it's uh, it's it's generally like the, these these type of now what it sounds like the Xbox isn't doing this, but it sounds like like the, these generally these type of plans prey on the uh, lower middle class. Yeah, and I don't think that's really the case here, um, from what I can tell. And it, like you said, I I'm not sure about the down payment, so that could be how it's cheaper. I mean, you might have to pay something at upfront, but again, there's no APR at least, so there's no interest. I mean, you're you're certainly not going to be paying more than than what you would to just buy it you know straight up but that would be the only way i i would buy a system anytime soon um i just really am not in the mood to drop 500 dollars plus you know another 200 or so on on more games and stuff i'm just it, it, i don't really feel like it's worth it right now for next gen we'll see you know i i just think i have too much to play and too much is coming out still on the systems i own see i'm i'm on the opposite side i feel like i don't i don't have anything to play um and there's just nothing that's speaking to me like at least like mm. you you like mario and like the nintendo games at least you yeah. have them i don't like them and you know like there's just no like the the serious rpg type games coming out for me other than tales of Arise next year yeah you know and, and like i don't hate like shooters and whatnot like i've been playing apex and, and stuff i'm not gonna they're, yeah. they're not they're not going to get me all worked up you know what i'm saying yeah i mean i think things have been kind of hit or miss this year obviously because of covid and everything happening i think it's overall if i'm if i could change anything i mean i would say let's launch the next gen systems next year i don't i don't really feel like it's just a good year to launch these things like there's just nothing really happening like i i really don't know what is coming out on next gen that 
that anyone really needs or wants. Yep. Um, it just feels like a bad year to do it. But again, I know they can't really just like straight up change production and do all that stuff. I know this was like set in stone long ago. Right. I mean, I, I see where you're coming from. I certainly, if I, if I was not a Nintendo fan, I don't know what I would be excited for. Yeah. Honestly. Yep. Like, um, there's just not much of anything, even cyberpunk. Like I, I'm just not excited for it. Like, I just don't really care, which is sad. (laughs) because <laughs> i know so many people are excited for it and i hate to be that guy but i just really am not in the mood to to play through that game like i know it's going to be too freaking long for me well you should your, know, your, your schedule should start clearing up soon right yeah hopefully whenever i'm full-time which should be within the next month yeah so, so. You, you should start having more time yeah for me right now definitely a, a no-go on the next gen and i'll stick with my switch and my my pikmin and my my uh hyrule warriors and whatever else it is and my mario and those are really the only new titles i'm gonna be buying this <laughs> fall so yep uh I, i'm with you man except without any of the Nintendo <laughs> games just just sticking sticking to what i got now and we'll still report on the next gen but yeah uh, certainly i don't I know i was just getting next gen and yeah i'm not sure if coach is but we'll, we'll still have some some comments here so yep. all right well anything Closing you want to talk about? And say? The the only closing thing I want to talk about is uh, tomorrow there's a Nintendo Direct Mini and leaks have been going around this past week that they are announcing a new Monster Hunter game on Switch and uh, like very, very soon. And so I'm hoping to God that Monster Hunter on Switch is announced tomorrow because if that's the case, I never need next gen ever again. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be sucked in for a long time. Yeah. So we'll see. You'll you'll know if you're listening to the show if it was announced or not. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but <laughs> I hope not. So, all right, well, it. that about wraps it up this week for Frame Skip episode number twenty six. Thank you for joining us. Remember, we are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeart, TuneIn, and YouTube. If you could leave a review for us, it would really really appreciate it. It helps spread the show, helps get our name out there. And if you have a question. Remember to answer it or send it in at bit.ly slash frameskipq. And by the way, the capitalization in, in bit.ly's do matter. I figured this out myself. Oh, really? Recently. Yes. If you type in frameskipq, oh, well, it's that. all lower. It, it, it will not come up. Um, all right. Well, I'll adjust that before this airs. Then I'll make I'll have two versions of it where one is like lowercase and one is capital. Well, let me let me make sure. Let me, let me be. No, you're right. I just positive. Yeah, okay. I just did it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, sorry about that. I didn't know that. Yep. Thank you, though. Yep. Um, and then you can hit us up on our email at frameskippodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at frameskippod and facebook.com slash frameskippod. I am your host, Seth Slakehouse. You can get me on Twitter at Seth S. Taylor, Elijah at Local Lizardman, and Austin at Austin J. Eller. And, uh, well, until next time, guys, thank you for joining us once again. And uh, we'll see you next week on Frameskip. See you next week in a Monster Hunter Switch-filled world.